Welcome to Gene and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Gene. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Friday, July 22nd, 2022. So, on this day with a lot of twos in it, did you do the crossword? <laughs> yes, I did. To, to you. And Good, good. <laughs> I noticed I said that two times. <laughs> and did you enjoy the crossword? I did. Mm-hmm. I did. I like this crossword a lot. It didn't seem that hard to me. No, I don't think it was as hard as a typical Friday, although it had a lot of uh, unique and interesting answers mm-hmm. it was, and clues. So. It was by David Steinberg, uh-huh. who I, whenever I see that name, I think it's going to be a quality crossword and it's not going to be like sadistically hard. Uh-huh. You know, just sort of, but there, but there's going to be a certain glory to it. Uh huh. I didn't think I was going to finish it. Really? I had trouble in the uh-huh. upper left corner and lower right corner. Hmm. Just took me a very long time to get those filled in. At least you were symmetric. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, how long is very long? Forty-three, forty-nine. Uh, yeah, I do. That usually takes me, you know, twelve. Like close? No, close to an hour to get them. Really? Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, it took me 3204. Oh boy. And I was, I just went from thinking, I'm not going to know anything, but in every corner there was something I knew. Uh-huh. And it just sort of, you know, you get that, that, that anchor, you can sort of like hang on to that. Uh-huh. Um, the, 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 the top left was interesting. It, it started off with, um, in square brackets, meaning they're looking for a sound, ooh, you're sexy. And the answer is rawr, yeah. R-A-W-R. Yes, uh-huh. I, I had no idea even how to spell that. Uh-huh. But I thought that was a great start. Well, I had the W and the R, and I thought, what could that be? Mm-hmm. And then finally I figured out, oh, it was rawr. Right. Rawr. And that W came from real gem. And I was actually think trying to think of a real gem, uh-huh. but it turned out it was work of art. Right. And I didn't know the uh, spicy sweets for Dan was Red Hots. Red Hots, yes. That's just a candy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. They're cinnamon. Oh. But they're, but they, you know, they're, they're sweet, but they're, that cinnamon makes them kind of hot. I see. Mm-hmm. Um, in that same general area, uh, Vermeer paint, painted a girl with a pearl one. And I saw the word pearl and thought, oh, it's got to be a necklace. But of, course, but of course, it wouldn't fit, and no. it was earring. That's a very famous painting. Is it? Yes, girl with pearl earring, yeah. What about the lesser-known girl with pearl necklace? <laughs> and who painted that? Vermeer. Oh. <laughs> or perhaps... <laughs> was it part of a series or something? I'm pretty sure that Sotheby's has, has attested to the fact that it's a genuine, uh, a genuine Vermeer. Um, or maybe a genuine veneer. I don't know. Uh-huh. And and right next to that, uh, ten down was kind of feed. Right. And I, and I had it ending in dio, so I thought radio. Yeah, me too. But it was audio, which I guess I don't know if there's really a radio feed. Uh-huh. But well, the, first I had media. I didn't have the o. Oh. Uh huh. Um, I had media, but then that didn't work with anything. So. Hmm. So then eventually I put radio, which didn't do much better. Right. <laughs> and so finally audio audio prevailed. And then that O of audio ran into 21 across, but of a joke, 
whoopee cushion. Yeah, that was a great clue. Uh-huh. uh-huh. That was quite quite amusing. Uh-huh. So where do you have trouble in the bottom right? Uh, just that corner. Uh, I had for um, 40 down flips, I put has a cow. Because I thought, oh, that's sort of a, a more common phrase. Mm-hmm. So I put cow in there. And, and I just had... A dickens of a time trying to get words that began with a C and an O and a W. So, you know, the the first where I had the C, it was sliced in a salad, maybe. So I thought, oh, cuke, like a cucumber. Oh, uh, uh-huh. So I put in cuke, and of course, that didn't... <laughs> and then, and so then the O was um, world's leading saffron producer. So I thought, oh, Oman. But, you know, that's always Oman. So right. I put in Oman, and... And then uh, the last one, comment from one who's all thumbs. And so I was thinking, oh, it's like whoops or oops or mm-hmm. something like that. But it turned out to be text. So Right. And Oman was really Iran. And slice was feta, which is a little confusing because feta doesn't slice. It crumbles. Yes. So, uh, but anyway, so it was actually has a fit, not has a cow. It is sort of curious that they would use the phrase slice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I put it down because I because I got it to work, but uh-huh. um, yeah. Yeah, but but feta you know typically doesn't slice into slices; it kind of crumbles. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I suppose uh, I suppose maybe it could be slice. Well, I mean, you could whip out a knife, and surely it's. I mean, yeah, yeah, and a lot of you know a lot of. Um, cheese manufacturers they manufacture it as crumbles but you can't buy it as a block or okay there you go so yeah Mm -hmm. and you know there are so many different like kitchen devices for various things i'm sure there's probably a feta knife no you know specifically i think there is specifically cheese slicer but i bet if you go to bed bath i bet if you go to bed bath and beyond and say i'd like to see your collection of feta knives (laughs) they'll take you <laughs> They'll take you right to them. The feta knives. Oh the f- yes, they're in aisle two. <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, Fifty-three down line in a receipt. I went for tip. Oh, uh huh. And then and then eventually got to tax. Uh-huh. Oh, something that was funny. So, a uh, nineteen down, they share our blood types. And I had it starting with A, and I had it ending with S, and there were two letters in between. So I thought ants. No. <laughs> and then I thought, do ants actually have blood? No, I don't think so. Well, I researched this, meaning I looked it up on Google. They have something that's sort of blood-like. Oh, really? But it doesn't have red blood cells. <laughs> I can't imagine it's too much like our blood. <laughs> well, it's it's not, but uh, but it's it's sort of... Apes makes a whole lot more sense there. Yeah, but but then then I got to fifty four down, uh, fifty four down being worker in a tunnel maybe ant. So there was the I knew there I was going to get an ant into the puzzle somehow. Yeah, and it was just it was just sort of a delayed uh, uh, gratification. I there. see. Uh huh. So I was pretty pleased about that. Uh huh. Um, forty eight and fifty six across were both longer answers, mm-hmm. and. 48 across, hey, I'm talking here, was listen to me. Yes. That took a bit. Oh. And then, and then fi- right 55 across, ones who put you to sleep. 
turns out to be utter bores, uh-huh. which of course makes perfect sense once you get it. But <laughs> yeah, that is kind of an unusual phrase. Oh, you are an utter bore. <laughs> yes. What an no. It sounds very British, sort of. You you are so bored. Yeah. Utter bore. Um, and fifty three across. Boy, I flopped at this. Only singer to have seven consecutive number one singles in the Billboard Hot 100. So I'm like, okay, first of all, uh, listeners, this is a 14 square answer. So I'm like, okay, Lady Gaga, nope. <laughs> Bebe, Be, Bebe Rexa, nope. Um, turns out it was Whitney Houston. I was gonna say. Well, I tried to Dell. I also tried to Dell. I mean, I'm trying to take something, you know. <laughs> Five letters long, and, and you know maybe it's Adele. Adele, maybe Adele had a last name that I was just unfamiliar with, but it was Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston, yes. Seven consecutive number one singles. Can you name any of them? Um, I want to live forever. Did she sing that? I don't know. I, don't I just think so. <laughs> um, uh, I I I don't know. Black. I, I will always love you. Really. Maybe. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just pleased I got Whitney Houston. Uh-huh. And one of the things that I think helped me in this crossword was there were a, there was not a lot of pop culture or or names. You know, it was... There it, was Whitney. There was Whitney Houston. <laughs> they had one biggie. But but other than that, it yeah, wasn't... that's true. It, there weren't. It wasn't a like, have you been watching this series on uh-huh. HBO four years ago? You know, and uh-huh. it, it, it made it... I And I really appreciate crosswords like that. Uh-huh. It's just yeah. like, just give me a tricky clue. Although last Saturday they did that, and I don't know, that, that didn't work too well either. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, 41 across was City Near Kobe. And I started off with Tokyo, uh-huh. but it was Osaka, so mm-hmm. I was sort of close. I didn't know. I just thought I would leave that blank. Mm-hmm. But and let the crosses do their work. To be Osaka. Mm-hmm. And let's see if there's anything. Oh, there, there was an interesting phrase at seventeen across. Um, everything comes down to this. It's do or die. Right. I don't think I've ever seen that in a crossword. No, was, it's do or die. Mm-hmm. And right above that was uh, 14 across tangy and sweet dessert topping, uh-huh. lemon sauce. Yes. I was. I tried to get lemon curd in there. Oh. But, and then I thought, well, lemon cream. Mm-hmm. But I was, I was getting too fancy there, just plain old lemon sauce. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it was tricky because that first letter after lemon ran into story segue, mm-hmm. and it turned out to be so then. Yeah, uh-huh. And I, you know, I just didn't know where to go with that. And, of course, I didn't know earring, the, the A of sauce. Um, but eventually I was able to sort of figure it out. So let's see if there's – I think that was probably it for The Crossword by David Steinberg. I think it deserves a five squares on the oh, Jam Sierra Scale. yeah. Great puzzle. Yes. Thank you, David, for, for constructing that great, great crossword. And it is Friday, which means it is time for Fun Fact Friday. And for Fun Fact Friday, we are going back to uh, a clue on Wednesday. The Scottish home to Fingal's Cave. And the answer was Staffa. And I'd never heard of Staffa before. So I thought I would uh, do some research, i.e. Google. And I came to... 
the National Trust for Scotland's Staffa National Nature Reserve. So um didn't take me too long. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't quite as impartial as, as, say, Wikipedia, but here's what it has to say about Staffa. Um, see the famous hexagonal rock columns formed millions of years ago by volcanic eruptions. Wow. Following the footsteps of Queen Victoria, J.M.W. Turner, Sir Walter Scott, and William Wordsworth. Listen to the astonishing acoustics of Fingal's Cave, which inspired Mendelssohn to compose his Hebrides Overture. Enjoy a puffin spotting picnic on the top of the island in summer. That is the most Scottish thing you can do. Go to a puffin spotting picnic. Yeah. So here's what it has to say about uh, about this place. Escape the everyday. This little island, half mile long and quarter mile wide, off the west coast of Scotland, looks like it may be from a different planet. Its hexagonal columns were formed millions of years ago by volcanic eruptions and a vast blanket of lava that spread into the Atlantic Ocean. Years of waves crashing against these columns created the magnificent Fingal's Cave. Staffa was hardly known until 1772 when the botanist Joseph Banks who could have a Fun Fact Friday on on just what he did, Mm. um, highlighted the wild, natural beauty of the island. It soon became a must-see location. Famous visitors have included Queen Victoria, Lord Tennyson, Jules Verne, Robert Louis Stevenson, and John Keats. All fell under the island's spell. Staffa came into the care of the National Trust for Scotland in 1986, a gift from John Elliott Jr. of New York in honor of his wife Ellie's birthday. I'm not sure why John Elliott of New York got to own it. Yeah. Anyway, um, Staffa was designated a National Nature Reserve in 2001. Wow. And we'll put up a link to uh, to this. The, the pictures are just astonishing. You've got these. I wonder how you get there. Uh, by boat, I'm well, pretty yeah. sure. I mean, do they have like a ferry out there or something? Or yeah, there, there's. I mean, um, you have to find somebody to take you. <laughs> so, um, since you ask, I'll just leap over to the National Trust for Scotland's Getting Here page. Staff can be accessed by boat tours from Fionfort, Ulva Ferry, Iona, Tobermory, Oban, and. Uh, Chilchon. Wow. And you can get directions by car, public transport, walking, which I presume really means swimming <laughs> and cycling because there's no way you can get there. I mean, I'm not sure how the cycling would work either. Uh-huh. So uh, anyway, it looks like a great place to go. They are going to be um, uh, doing some major work on it. Like it looks like they're going to build a whole bunch of staircases. So mm-hmm. I think we in particular should wait until uh, after after they've completed their work. There's going to be no public access from the 15th of August until the 31st of March of next year. So uh, for those of you who, on the basis of this, were were already trying to book your uh, reservations for Staffa, either get there before the 15th or wait until March of at the end of March of 2023. Right. So, yeah, that's it for today, then. Very good. So, thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoyed that fun fact. I did. Uh, just a reminder that when you're listening to these podcasts, if you haven't filled out the crossword, it makes a whole lot more sense if you can see the solution. If you go to xwordinfo.com, a site maintained by Jeff Chen, you can see today's crossword with the grid filled in and the clues as well. So obviously massive spoiler alert, but um, it'll help you understand what we are talking about. And again, that's it for today. We will be back again with our cutting edge analysis of tomorrow's crossword tomorrow.
Bye-bye.